All right, we are live. A very happy Friday afternoon. It is September 2nd. And we are kicking off the Labor Day weekend. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's see. There we go. All right, now, wait a second. Mm. All right, now we have officially kicked off Labor Day weekend 2022. I appreciate you taking the time to stop what you're doing. Maybe you're doing stuff while you listen to I don't know. I guess I do kind of the same thing where I, I carve a lot. I carve a lot. I do carve a lot, but what I meant to say was I listen to a lot of podcasts while I carve. That's what I meant to say. Um, it is September 2nd. September 1st yesterday, I have to say, is probably one of the nicest September 1st that I can remember in quite a while. Um I have to say, I was envious. I did hear quite a few goose shots as I tightened some clamps down here. I was envious that I heard what I believe quite a few goose shots in the morning. Didn't hear any dove shots in the afternoon, but definitely heard some some goose shots in the morning. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I um, Here, side note. I, I didn't know that, to me, 7-Eleven is an old old chain store convenience store right they used to be open they used to be as i check my sig s a s i'm sorry about that it was just sitting there and i had to i had to do that uh so back to 7-eleven 7-eleven is a very old convenience store <laughs> hence 7-eleven open at 7 a.m to 11 p.m way back in the day that's that's all that there was um there's one, a little old store. It's been out at the South Gate here. Ocean Pines has been there forever, at least since since we've been here before 1997. And they opened a new one up on Route 50 that Karen and I have started to frequent. Um, first, they have straight-up coffee. They have a coffee machine that kind of is a coffee press, and we enjoy that. And we've really gotten into that. They have a second set of machines, as I adjust my chair. They have a second set of machines that it's a cappuccino something, 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 but the flat white jumped out at me, actually, and Karen, too. And flat white is, when we go to Australia, I won't say that they don't have straight-up regular coffee, but they don't. And flat white is what Karen and I gravitate towards, too. A flat white is what Karen and I gravitate towards, too. Excuse me one second. When we're uh, when we're in Australia, specifically sitting beachfront at Kingscliff, where she grew up, uh, kettles on, yeah, kettles on, kettles one, no, kettles on, and that's kind of our morning walk. We go down and and sit there, street side, beach side, and we enjoy a flat white. So most recently, I guess maybe like the last, I'll say the last month, on Saturday morning, our routine is we're gonna go run the dogs. So generally, we've been doing Wawa on Saturday morning, just getting our straight-up Wawa coffee, which we really enjoy. And then Sunday, we had to go that way anyway. We stop at the new 7-Eleven, and we've been doing the coffee, but which we we would do extra larges. And I've been I've kind of settled into getting a medium flat white, uh, while Karen does get get an extra large straight-up pressed coffee from the pressed coffee machine. At 7-Eleven. So, I'm going to speed this up. I visit, frequent the older 
7 Eleven at the Southgate, which I have gotten coffee from, straight up coffee. And then I realized that they, they do have two machines in there they have the press coffee and they have flat white. So, where am I trying to go with this? Yesterday morning, got up early, Goody Hill out of Berlin, which has awesome, let me repeat, all some fill. A really good sand clay mix comes from their own pit uh, down towards Snow Hill. And I'd ordered up 12 10 wheeler loads. So seven o'clocks when they're supposed to be there. And it said, you know, that that a lot of her guys wanted to go shoot dove at noon and they would like to try to you know start as early as they could. So got up, got out of the house. I did not have a coffee here. Went and got my flat white, grabbed a bag of ice to, uh, I'm distracted by some fish in the canal, which I did not bring up that we are live from the pit boss outdoor studio, which overlooks the pit boss refuge, which November seven, eight, nine, there's going to be a Buffalo sitting out here. I know. Okay. Back to my 7am field delivery. So get on over there. Mm, Excuse me. And I hit the mic at the same time. Uh, they were running a little bit late, which is not a problem. I got my laser level set up, went and shot. We decided, Karen and I decided that we wanted to raise the finished elevation. Oh, man, I can't really talk about this. So basically, there is a project. I still have a gag order, an 8,200-square-foot project that we have a gag order on still. That um, All I'm going to say is I was over there working on it. I'm sorry. I started to tell too much. But we needed a lot of fill. I, I calculated 12 loads. And as the morning went on, what am I, I'm looking at my notes, man. I'm, I'm, I, man, I can't even with notes. I just go off on these freaking tangents. <laughs> anyway, I was there. I basically yesterday. I was envious. That's where it was. I was envious of the guys that were out shooting geese in the morning, because over over at Peerless Road, it was 59. Well, I'll say it was 60. I'll, I'll exaggerate a degree if I said 59. It was definitely a strong 60 degrees, if not pushing 59. Felt awesome. I was still in a tank top, shorts, and flip flops. But as soon as the sun hit me, you know, sun's warm, but in the shade, man, it, it just felt super, super good. Did I say that this is Pitball's podcast 44? I don't think that I did. I really do have a really nice <laughs> sheet of notes here that evidently I just don't care to read because I'm I'm going all over the place. But it was very envious of the guys that were out shooting geese in the morning, texting back and forth with G off up on PEI. Uh, I think. They shot 10 birds, 10 or 12 birds, and there were six bands. So they were, they were very pleased. Uh, said it was kind of a little bit on light side for them as far as the number of birds. And, and today, texting early, uh, nobody had any birds, so that he didn't go. So, mm. Sorry, I just took a drink. So I was envious. I was on a skid steer for a good – well, I wasn't on the skid steer – skid steer a continuous seven hours but i was over there at 7 a.m and i mean it was 7 15 by the time i got home yesterday so i put i did put a full day in on a project that i can't really talk about um september 1st i mean i i I can't say i love september 1st but i really like september 1st september 1st sneaks up on me and i know it's coming but it's still just that shock of it's September, September 1st. September 1st is good. October 1st is better. I love the month of October. If I had to pick one month that the year could be all year long, I think it would be October. Because 
you get those early early October days, even really pushing into mid to late October, where you know it's going to be 75, 70, 75 to eighty. If I had to pick a number, I'll say seventy six, seventy eight degrees. And generally, typically, there's no humidity. The sky is just blue, blue as can be. Way back in the day, sea ducks opened on October fifth, so we would do some mid mid October sea duck hunting. I just remember coming coming off Taylor's Island. The sky would just there was one one stop sign I had to make that had a pine tree and it had a big oak tree, and uh, I would always generally typically stop and look up in the sky out my window because the sky was just as blue as blue can be with the with the big green pine tree as well as oak leaves that were turning yellow and orange and that's just a vivid memory that I will remember probably forever I guess um yeah it's it's it is a very vivid memory but October October is my favorite month so September 1st is good October 1st is better uh I did wish well, I didn't post them up because I can't, but I did a lot of lot of video on yesterday, and I did wish my friends and acquaintances that were out goose hunting and dove shooting that I hope they were having a good time. Karen and I are going to take advantage of the kindness of Charlie McCurdy and his wife, Carol Ann. McCurdy? McCurdy, yeah, I said it correctly. thought I slurred that. Yeah, my tongue is... My tongue's not thick yet, but it feels it feels a little thick. Uh, getting texts, and I, I should I should really pay attention to the microphone. I'm sorry. So yes, Oakview Oakview Farms, Charlie, Carol Ann. This is uh, the third annual Oakview Farm Dove Hunt. It's tomorrow, Saturday. Carol and I went uh, last year. I can't remember what day it was on, but it was a Saturday. It was a warm Saturday. And the, probably the, the best thing I took away from it is Karen went there so-so. She had her hunting license. She had her 20-gauge. And she just didn't really I – don't, I don't know if she didn't think it was going to be fun or going to be sporting. or I'm, I'm not sure what she thought. I'll have to ask her when she gets home. But after the first couple of misses, she had a blast. And she's like, this is – she didn't get mad, but she, she, she felt very challenged, I believe. Um, challenged as a shooter and challenged from from the dove's dove's perspective so she enjoyed it so she's hooked on that we're going to go in tomorrow and enjoy that hope it's a great day the weather you know yesterday and today has just been nice there is some clouds moving in this afternoon but um should be you know should be another 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 good day tomorrow we're not supposed to get any rain until shoot it was supposed to be monday and then kind of Kind of backed off. Looks like like now to Wednesday. I did want to say the skid steer, Chris Wilhelm, Pole Barn Outfitters in Selbyville, Delaware. Very kind to lend me an extra skid steer that he had. Bobcat, caterpillar. Um, had a good good time on it yesterday. I, I, I used it a little bit to, this morning. Um, was not able to secure. Well, I can't really talk about it. I guess right. Anyway, I did use it some this morning. I wanted to use it kind of sort of all day long, but it just didn't work out. So, Anyhow, dove hunting for us tomorrow. Uh, it is a very happy birthday to my mother. We call her Gam, so Gammy Gam, happy birthday. I did stop at Crabs to go and got her their handmade crab cakes that are uncooked, so she can broil them here in the oven. Got her hooked up with that. 
got some of their homemade coleslaw, went to the produce stand and got her a really nice tomato that she can slice up and the potato rolls that she loves. So she can have her sandwich tonight. She's going to pop in the big old Nathan fries, old rise, barking people out front. That's another whole topic I can talk about, how busy it is here. But, uh, yes, happy birthday, Gam. We love you. Uh, I jokingly say she's 90, but I, she's 87. So the joke was when she was 83, 84, 85, I'd say, oh, what, you're 90, right? And so now she's 87, so she is closer to 90. But now maybe I should start saying she's 95. Karen says she's going to live to be 100. So hopefully that's the case. Going down my notes, because I am going to try to, Yes, yeah, so the 12, I can't really talk about that, can I? Karen's not here to regulate me, moderate me. Anyway, I asked for 12 loads, ended up being, I kept saying, hey, can you bring more, can you bring more? These are 10-wheeler loads, and it depends on who you talk to. Some people say it's 14 cubic yards in a you know, a 20-ton 10-wheeler. Uh, compacted fill less, uh, is more dense. Generally, typically, it's wet, so we, we think, we figure figure more like 13 yards but i moved i can't really say that i did it yesterday can i I can't i can't talk about it but anyway it was 234 yards big big number i'm gonna take another drink rewinding to the beginning of the week um i did journey over to easton maryland where the eastern waterfowl festival is november 12th 11th 12th and 13th this year it's a great show. I'm all fired up about it. And especially after doing the Retay Roundtable podcast. Visited the Retay Studios. Uh, Jesse and Hunter of Retay were running, running the show there. As well as David and Sarah from Molly's came down. So I uh, have not seen it yet on the audio. sounded really good to me. Which actually, um, not that I need to spend more money. Because I'm not doing that many podcasts anyway, right? This is only 44 out of what, probably pushing three years. So the project that I can't talk about, there's going to be rooms. And certain rooms are going to have certain names. And there's one room in particular that I want to have set up to make it very easy to do podcasts. To bring people in, local people, as well as dial up people on, I'm probably going to kind of go to the Zoom platform. Which we're using Zoom anyway now. But anyway, kind of off on a tangent there. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 headset mics that they had, and and anyway, Jesse Hunter were very kind to show us exactly what they have. Uh, I know I know that Sarah really wants to try to, especially have like a, a Molly's podcast, and it was good. It was good, and it was the first time that they actually videoed it. So you can get on. It's it's check it out. Retay R E T A Y Roundtable. Uh, any of your typical, I'm not sure they're on SoundCloud, but all the other major podcast outlets you can find, you can find podcast. I don't know which, maybe it's the only podcast, their ninth or 10th podcast. Uh, talks with Jackie, Jackie. Interesting. I just put Jesse and Chicky together, I believe. I, cause I text both of them this morning. Gosh, man. I think I just moved too fast. So I text Jesse. I almost said it again. I text Jesse this morning. And he said that it's in five days that he was very pleased how many downloads it had. I think it had like, I think he said 500. I think it was five five 520-some. 20, 20 
So that sounds like a pretty good number. He was very pleased. The YouTube version's not up yet. So as of September 2nd, it's not, but I'm assuming it's going to be up very shortly. He told me it would be, and I checked a little bit ago. I was doing some other things, um, and I did I did pop on uh, YouTube there, check, checked it out, but I did not see him. So the retail roundtable. So basically... Jesse was very kind to me. We we got to got to tell the pitball story again. Can I talk? Can I say that? Can I say the pitball story? Is that me talking like about myself in the third person, or I'm not sure. I don't think that I I don't think it's rare that I talk about myself that way in the third person. But if I say that how pitball, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we did talk about that. Jesse, thank you very much. And then David and Sarah, we well we talked about the the Molly's anniversary sale excuse me, Molly's anniversary weekend, which is one big sale. I was going to say Molly's anniversary. I was going to say Molly's sale weekend, but it's not. It's Molly's anniversary weekend, which is a very big sale if you're halfway close to the area. Or you can get on mymollys.com, M-Y-M-O-L-L-Y-S.com. Check them out. Uh, But we talked about all the events that were going to be happening for the Molly's event. Uh, Retail, I can't remember exactly what the gun was, but it was an old school, old school bottomland Mossy Oak. It was a 12 gauge or a, a 20 gauge. But Jesse had 10 of them, the first 10 people in line that wanted to buy them. He had lots of parts and pieces, bags. I can't remember my mind. I'm sorry, Jesse. I can't remember 100%, but I know it was, it was a big deal. Um, uh, Dennis and Billy, Doctor Duck, and the Fowl Hunter—they're gonna—they're gonna be in with the at the retail booth for the Molly's anniversary weekend. And Sarah broke, dropped a little bomb about it's gonna be the Maryland State National Wild Turkey Federation calling contest on Sunday. So that's something that's new. I'll be there all Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So looking forward to that. Uh, talking about that got me all fired up for the end of September, and then they kind of rolled it into. The Eastern Waterfowl Festival is going to be bigger. The Sportsman's Pavilion Midway is going to be bigger and better than it was the last year. Well, not last two years. Two years ago, it was not. The show was not. But last year, man, it was busy. Really nice, great turnout. And it's going to be a little bit bigger and better. And you can hear me kind of stumbling over words. I think they're going to have me MC the finals for the World Goose Calling Championship. And I know I'm going to butcher something up, so... I will try for those who cannot make an attendance. I was gonna, I was gonna try to possibly uh, go YouTube live, so kind of stream it live, if you will, from from the event while I'm, I'm at. I think they have like a more like a podium on the side that I'm going to be at. So I just thought, man, you know, be able to set set my uh, camera up in a holder, tripod, something, and just just go live, either live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. I kind of almost think YouTube would be better than Facebook. Uh, I'm hedging towards YouTube. Have more followers on Facebook, but I think the potential... Have more followers on Facebook than subscribers on YouTube, but I think the potential for YouTube is is bigger and better than than Facebook, I think. I'm not sure on that one, but have to, I'm, plenty of time to, to think about that. That will be, again, November 11, 12, 13... And Saturday the twelfth, that is when the world, all the the, the calling con- contests are, as well as the finals. So, yeah, it was it was a good. I, I appreciate Rite having me on, Jesse, Hunter, David, Sarah. Thanks for letting me be allowing me to be a part of episode nine 
or 10 of the retail roundtable. So it was good. Good times. Ducks. We are today. We are 41 days out to duck season. I just cannot wait. I have plenty to do. Plenty, plenty, plenty to do. But I'm very much looking forward. Time out one second, please. All right, cool. Just ch- had to check check something. Honestly, I had to check to make sure I hit the re re record. That would have been a rookie mistake, huh? Hmm. But I cannot wait for duck season. Truthfully, got a lot to do. Um, looking to do, uh, try to expand. If you don't follow along with what we do, I pretty much try to make a, a video of the hunt every day and, and get it up on YouTube. Um, definitely do my reels and stories on Instagram, which also goes on to Facebook. Well, if you're not following along with us, please do so on Instagram at Pitboss Waterfowl, P-I-T-B-O-S-S Waterfowl, F-O-W-L. If you're a waterfowler, obviously I don't have to spell that for you, but you'd be surprised. When I give out my email address, Jeff at PitbossWaterfowl.com, people F-O-U-L. So I always spell out foul for those who are not aware. I can't say uneducated, I'll just say unaware. So yes, looking forward to expanding expanding the video the quality and the content so hopefully i'm able to do that this year if i i'm the kind of guy that i think i can get a whole bunch more done or it's going to be bigger and better than what i think so you know if i can get 25 percent better than what i'm thinking I'll, I'll be very happy if that makes sense um one big thing is i i'm you know with guiding i don't seriously i don't shoot a lot of sea ducks right because it's about you being in the boat not and you shooting not me and that's why I take a lot of video and pictures. But that said, Benelli Super Black Eagle 328 gauge with some boss shells. I'm going with the threes by fives. Threes and fives, three by fives, whatever you want to call it, the duplex load. And Rye is barking in the background. I apologize about that. But I'm excited to see how the 28 gauge does on Sea Ducks. Usually, I talk about PEI before. My sea duck season because uh, every trip that we have made in the fall, except for all the October trips, not the December of 2011 because that was in December, but and my sea duck season had already had already taken place, and that would have been the whole the hold the old 107 day season, not the 60 day season, and now this year no special sea duck season in the Atlantic flyway. So it's just going to take place when regular ducks are, but I I will actually go in a week of Saturday was Saturday in October before we go to PEI. So we'll get a, we'll get six days in and then Karen and I are off to PEI. Cannot wait. The 28 gauge is going to go along there. Actually probably go with a little arsenal of Benelli 28 gauge. I don't know if we'll take two twenties or not. Definitely take one. Karen shoots, she'll be shooting the 20. And then the 12 gauge. I'm trying to think what she shot the black duck with. I'm pretty sure she shot, shot black duck with a 20 gauge. Yes, she did. I know, I know she did. Looking really, 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 really forward to that too. So cannot wait for sea ducks in 41 days. And then what, four, six days, that'd be 47. So like day 48 days, we head to PEI Canada. So just an awesome trip. If you have never... Well, 
Forget about if you've never been there. If you've never bothered to take a look to see where PEI is. When I say PEI, I need to stop saying that. PEI equals Prince Edward Island, Canada. So PEI is short for Prince Edward Island, obviously. But if you've never taken the time to do so, please Google. Check it out. It's a freaking beautiful island. Uh, you can get there by a bridge or a ferry. The bridge is the longest bridge in the world over ice-covered water, although it is not ice-covered right now. But it will be the Northumberland Strait. 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 The Northumberland Strait. As well as the bridge. Nah, the bridge is called the Confederation Bridge. I was going to say, does it does it have Northumberland in it? No, it's uh, the Confederation Bridge goes over the Northumberland Strait. So Northumberland Strait is a piece of water that runs in between New Brunswick, the mainland of Canada, and the island of Prince Edward Island. So good times will be had. Fred West and his wife Mary Beth of West Farms, Frankfort, Delaware. They're going to fly up. Fred tried to get up there last year, had issues with his passport, but. This year it's going to happen. I was talking with uh, Damien Pittman of Punisher Waterfowl. He was, yesterday he was talking about he might try to make it. They, they were there last year. He might try to make it up. But speaking of PEI, the goose limit is, is fairly liberal. It's a five-goose, Canada goose limit, as well as a six-duck limit. And in that six ducks, you're able to shoot legally six black ducks. So, you know, Canada geese and, and black ducks rule the roost there on Prince Edward Island. On PEI, I'm just going to go back saying PEI. Uh, we saw a Eurasian widgeon. I filmed it, did a video, and then all of a sudden the bird appeared. Uh, speculated that I blew up that spot, and possibly somebody went and shot it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Jeff was lucky. At the end of the season, he turns into once it gets cold there, he turns into Mister Species, Species Hunter, and he because he has shot a Eurasian in Alaska. And he was able to decoy a Eurasian. He knew it was. A, he says he knew it was a Eurasian when it came in. I, I got to say, I've never seen a Eurasian in flight, so I can't say either. Either way, I'm sure on the water, obviously, I could tell. But uh, he did shoot a over his decoys, a decoying Eurasian towards the end of the season. So he was very happy. So if I did burn blow up that spot with my video, I don't know. He didn't say he was he was bothered or upset by because he just I don't know. 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 But Jeff, if you were bothered by that, I'm sorry. Didn't do it on purpose, obviously. Um, geese. Karen, for whatever reason, she is on me a specific. Man, I'm just really freaking tongue-tied today. And if you're wondering, although you heard the pop top, you know, I haven't drank today. Uh, as I take a sip. My nose, I do, I do feel a little stuffed up. But anyway, back to topic. Karen's really been on me about I, I need to be able to shoot Canada geese. I used to shoot a lot. Actually, when I originally started, my first self, do I say self-guided? Self, how do I say that? Yeah, I guess self-guided. My first, my first goose hunts, Canada geese was open a year or two, and then it closed. So then I switched over to snow geese. The snow goose limit, <laughs> laugh on this one. The snow goose limit when I first started shooting snow geese was a four bird limit, believe that or not. I can remember four birds, then it went up to five birds. I can remember eight birds, 12 birds, and then I kind of I kind of stopped. That would have been my time, time frame when 
it was more into sea ducks than anything else. Uh, but yeah, Karen's really she's really on me about this. So I have been putting together an arsenal of silhouettes, dive bomb silhouettes, real geese silhouettes. I got a few big owl s- silhouettes, as well as we cleaned out my mom's, and I I've not counted the number, but they're all in storage. But I have my original, original, original silhouettes that I made. Uh, I can't remember who's the original owner of the pattern that I had, but it was it's kind of a how would I say it's an oversized it's not it doesn't look like a goose yeah but it doesn't look like today's the dive bombs the real geese the big owls all those silhouettes it does not look like those at all it's just like a big oversized goose shaped uh, silhouette and a lot of them on the upper shore of Maryland on the eastern shore I should say upper eastern shore basically silhouettes were painted black and white I do have some that were brown that have you know white rumps, have the gray chest, have the white on the head. But basically, you took the, the, the black ones, have white on the right on their head and white on their tail. And the rest of the bird is black. So I got a whole bunch of those. And I think tomorrow at, because he was there last year. Well, actually, Fred West should be there. Uh, Roy Belcher. He makes a lot of, let's see if Chesterdam. Upper again, Upper Eastern Shore, Maryland. He makes a lot of silhouettes, and I want to I want to pick his brain to see if he'd be kind enough to share with me the rivets that he uses. They're big. I would say that the rivets are. If I said they're a diameter of a quarter, I might be exaggerating, but they're at least the diameter of a nickel. And I want to get I want to kind of revamp my old silhouettes. Oh, my old silhouettes are probably from. I can remember. We weren't in, in the townhouse. We were at the first house from in my or during my first marriage so this would have been i bet you these are from like 89 or 90 somewhere in there 1989 1990 these silhouettes are from and if i can get so there's nothing wrong with them necessarily but i'm using quarter inch bolts and the, and i actually talked to jeff she off while we drove the other day back from easton talked to him for quite a while good hour and a half drive and I said, you know, the 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 bolt side of the head is not that bad, but the nut side, you got a big old, you know, piece of the the threaded, you know, bolt coming out of it, and the nut, and it's just they don't. It's not really that they 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 do scratch up, but it's not really that they scratch up so much as that that takes up so much space. After you get a you know twelve of them, fifteen of them together, you know the I use a Lawan, quarter inch Lawan. You know, they that's not that thick, but the stake ends are just you know super wide just because of all those bolts there. So I want to I want to kind of go through and revamp those also so we can use those. And um, just you know, I, again, she's really she's very adamant about me getting back into goose hunting. It's only a thirty day season, one bird here, so you can laugh. You know, you can laugh like, why do you want to go shoot a goose? But she just specifically in the afternoon. She just thinks it's going to be something, something good to do, something I can offer, something we can take people. And the project that I can't speak of, she thinks that the goose hunting will go hand in hand with there. So um, I am very curious. And I've told her about for the project that I can't talk about that we need a vehicle there. Something you just pop in and you know, let's say throw a weed eater in and and run down. You know, instead, I guess obviously the healthy thing would be to go walk down. 
But how about this? You throw your extra line, your gas, whatever, whatever in this thing, and you can just go off and, and go do your yard work with it. Um, but Jesse was showing me from retail that they've got a new electric cart that they're, they're thinking about thinking about importing. And uh, he is going to have that cart that I saw in in the warehouse. He's going to have it at the, at the dove hunt tomorrow. So don't tell Karen, but she's going to get sold on it hard tomorrow, let me tell you right now. But I think I think once she jumps in and drives it, she's going to enjoy it too. <laughs> so I have not done the podcast. I've not been. I've been listening to everybody else's podcast. I have just not done one. I told Karen last weekend, Saturday. Hey, we got back in the morning. Let's let's sit down. Let's do this. She doesn't like to have. She just doesn't like to talk like I talk. I guess she wants to have like an outline. And I do. I do have a set of notes right here. But um, she just wanted to have something that I don't know if she could reel me back in, but she wanted notes, and we just I, I say she doesn't like the word degenerate, but I always I say I'm a de- degenerate decoy carver and evidently a degenerate podcaster too. So in the future, the project that I can't speak of, I think will help structure me into be able to do these more often as well as to have guests and to have them be more entertaining because i still just kind of you know question i guess if you're just looking for some some noise i guess my podcast is good currently but if you're like looking to learn something i'm not i'm not sure i, I scratch my head on that one speaking of scratch my head i still haven't cut the top of my my hair and She's not. I can't use the word mate because she's not. Because I'm. I'm definitely my own own guy. But you know, she is kind of stressing to me that maybe this time, next haircut, it'll probably be before Molly's anniversary weekend. You know, maybe that I could get some of the top cut off. And and I, I I think that I think that I agree with her. And I think I think I might have to do that. Let me let me tell you this. I'm, I've been wearing a visor. You know, hats don't fit my my head's big. My feet are big. My body's big. My head's big. My body's big. Today I got on the scale and I've I've been the 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 least that I've weighed in a long time. I'm down 51 pounds and Karen is like she's done much better. She is down 63, 64 pounds. So there's a pontoon boat, a ponton boat by. I don't know if you can hear the motor or not. Duke, I think saw it. Wanted to bark at him. They weren't gone very long. I saw them not too long ago. I was editing some audio for Molly's, and I saw them. I saw them head out. But all right, so head out. There you go. My head. My head's very big. I don't. You know, hats don't really fit it well. So visors do kind of fit my head, and the visor because my hair is so long now on top. You know, you I wear the visor to almost really keep the the hair out of my face, and it's so long that now like it comes down the side, and like it it's it can be it's like halfway halfway across my ear. That's how long from the very top, left to right. That's how how long my hair is. So that said, and I, you know what? And I told her when she said, "Hey, maybe you want to get some trimmed off." I said, "I really did like it, like last duck season, especially PEI." There's on Facebook is, is our my cover picture is Karen and I, our last evening on PEI at the beach, nice little sunset, and my hair's, I don't know, maybe it's three inches. It's probably got to be nine or ten inches now, but it was probably three inches tall, or long, not tall, long, I should say. Where did I go with that? I don't even, oh, whoa, 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 so I keep getting asked, have you ever seen 
And the, and the only reason I really know it is there was a guy that would came hunting with a group for two or three years in a row, and the first morning I met him, he had this he had this visor on. He had like this white spiky hair that was was sticking out the top. Well, it's kind of a gag where it's 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 not a it's not a visor, and that's not his hair. It's a hat, but it looks like a visor with the fake hair. And there's there's one of the girls. I don't see her often, but she's she's in Seven uh, Eleven there, and she's asked me twice now since she asked me twice, and I. I showed her my real hair, but she asked me twice. She doesn't ask me anymore. She just kind of laughs about it when she sees me. But she asked if I was if my, that hair in my head was real, and I said, "Take the hat off." I'm like, "Yep, it's real." She's like, oh, "I thought it was one of those those visor hats that you know is like fake hair." I was like, "Nope, it's my real hair." So I'm entertaining myself. <laughs> All right, real quick too. If you go to pitbosswaterfowl.com, we do have the new hoodies. The the company that sell you know the sells no the company that manufactures and makes the hoodies calls it duck camo but it's more of like an old school camo maybe the, it has a little more green in it than true old school camo but it's got that old school camo look they've been going over really well and the second newest one we have is the black camo so it's like three shades of black camo uh with the updated logo on the chest so we got those there and there's another hat that just popped in uh where was i talking to karen about this anyway the word pit boss i'm calling it embossed where actually i think when they when they embroider and stitch it there's foam underneath that so it kind of it's almost like it's 3d or pops out so i'm calling that embossed but there's plenty of decals and all kinds of other stuff on there too but go to pitbosswaterfowl.com and just click on the store and you can you can see that if you're if anybody's interested i know maybe the temperatures just aren't hooded sweatshirt temperatures josh wentling instagram instagram instigator sport fishing he got one last week shipped it to him and uh he sent me a picture the other day that they ran offshore especially you know four o'clock in the morning five o'clock in the morning he said he was it was cool enough that he wore the sweatshirt so it was nice so thank you josh i appreciate that so that's all i got thoughts comments questions somehow get a hold of me i'm easy to find if you google jeff coats you'll find a, you'll find me easy 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 on all the all the platforms out there instagram facebook twitter snapchat tiktok youtube did i miss any i think that's pretty much covers it uh and my phone my phone's always on texture talk so my phone number is easy to find too so if you have any thoughts comments questions don't hesitate to reach out to me if i'm able to help you with something don't hesitate to contact me so this is the ending of not that long what 30 minutes maybe something like that i don't know pit boss excuse me the pit boss podcast number 44 dove hunting tomorrow i know karen's going to enjoy it again charlie caroline mccurdy thank you very much and as always thinking of you we are boom boom <laughs>